Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break podcast, part of the Podglomerate Network. And this is the podcast where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. And today, we're talking about the rise of the machines, automation, and wait for it, universal income. This is a, it's a double take here, Peter. Uh, what do you mean? Well, we've got two two like main topics to talk about. Oh, right I now. agree. Yeah. A double um, feature. Double feature, yes. I'm sorry. I'm an immigrant, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, we're really glad to be back. <laughs> oh, man. that That's a crazy segue. I pull the immigrant America, the land of the AI. <laughs> um, glad to be back. We... Uh, <clears throat> Last uh, last time that we were supposed to record, we kind of got to the point where we're like we need more research. This is this is too big of a topic. Absolutely, that, you know. Um, and so uh, we we took some time and got got some learned, got some knowledge here, right? And I think we're gonna well, have a very just interesting taking some time to really really think about this. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, it's yeah. it's. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great conversation. Um, before we get into that, we have our feature news break with our uh, feature news flash with a few updates. So starting up, we got some awesome news from SpaceX. If you've probably seen the news, mm-hmm. SpaceX, um, they've been talking about this for a long time. They finally launched the Falcon Heavy. So the Falcon Heavy is the actually the the spacecraft that can have the greatest payload today no other country no other company can take as much payload up to space as this rocket they launched it and the most beautiful sight was these two boosters landing simultaneously it was incredible it looked like zero even wobble it was it was just stunning to see that like Watching one was awesome, but watching two at the same time? Anyways, we can talk about that forever, but uh, let's move on to the next one. All right. Facebook. Newsfeed changes. This is a very interesting situation. Mr. Zuckerberg willingly telling shareholders, we're okay if we lose some money on this one. Oh, wow. That is... Uh, Facebook is basically essentially going to be... The, uh, well, not showing news news articles and page posts and stuff like that as much as they used to. Which, since Facebook is essentially about one out of seven or six pages on the internet or something yeah. like that, this is kind of a big deal for everyday human life interaction. Focusing on interaction with longer commented posts. So, there we go. Well, speaking of Facebook, um, they have a new tool. That they call it Facebook... Facebook, I'm going to try to pronounce it, Onavo. And as a PSA here, do not, we repeat, do not turn on this tool. So the premise of this is it's a VPN. So again, virtual private network. (laughs) And we had an episode about that. Um, It's supposed to take your traffic and push it to a specific server so that your internet service provider can't see what you're doing on the internet. But as we know, this is Facebook. And they make their money selling your information and knowing as much as possible about you. So interesting. if you want to stay <laughs> anonymous and private, do not use this tool. Facebook is not a privacy company. I'm done. <laughs> uh, all right. So last one that we want to talk about here was the Boston Robotics crazy new robot and i'm just gonna be honest if you watch the video on this it's one of those situations where it reminds me more of two robot two people tag teaming in a first place shooter game mm-hmm. i don't i know i don't think that was the intention at all but so describe the video peter so essentially this robot comes up to a door realizes it cannot turn the handle yeah has another robot come in and assist 
Um, and by the way, these robots are on four legs. Just yeah. Another robot comes in with an arm, turns the door handle, opens the door, and the other one yeah, so crawls it, like, into it. It, it. it like opens the door and then it sn- sneaks its foot inside the door so the door doesn't get locked. Yes. Or closed. The one uh, who's opening the door. Yeah, we'll have the we'll have the link on our. I, we actually shared it to our Facebook, so check yeah. that out. Um, man, I don't know though. There's just something about that where I would just think to myself, <laughs> "Oh my word!" Yeah, cover and move, cover and move going on right there with mm. two mm-hmm. two robots. Mm-hmm. Just put some artillery on those things. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of that, by the way, just wanted to uh, also share that in the process of doing this research for the, this is kind of one of these weird transitions, but I did some other research on these, this company, Boston, which you didn't, you just told me, Boston Robotics. Boston Dynamics. Boston Dynamics, excuse me. They were, used to be owned by Google. Yeah. And there's actually some compilation videos out there on YouTube right now that oh my word yeah when you put them all together you're like what in the world yeah they start off with this huge like bulky machine and i think it was like powered by diesel or something it was just Just, this crazy thing and now you got these this the video that we're talking about here it's like these sleek yellow i mean very flex like very mobile robots you know totally and they look kind of like dogs they have like the the legs and it's just so much there when watching these robots do like backflips yep easily yep one did you see the video where the they're testing the resilience of the robot and so this guy comes up and just kicks one of the robots the robot basically moves back doesn't fall and it like and you're just like oh boy humanity's toast like well, these yeah, robots will actually, yeah. These robots will not go down. There's you know? the there's the one where uh the um that one that did the backflip. Yeah. They show him like picking up a box. Yeah. Well then this human comes in, takes a hockey stick and like <laughs> you know, either slaps the box out of his hands. Yeah, yeah. Or takes the end of it and like literally pushes him backwards, which by the way, he doesn't fall. The robot right, does. Right. I guess I don't know. I'm assuming it's a he, but whatever. It yeah. it doesn't fall. It's only so many times that these robots can take bullies. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Or of. like later in life, they're researching. They're like, <laughs> you did what to us? Yeah, yeah. We have all the hard drive data, guys. You did this to us. Uh, okay. Which, by the way, that is powered slightly by artificial intelligence. Slightly, so, slightly. I would say like <laughs> not not slightly, like more more than ninety percent. It's basically hardware with AI. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is perfect segue into kind of our discussion and, and conversation here. Um, I've been wanting to do this one for a while. I know. Well, I, we I, have been I wanting like to I do say this. this all the time. No, but we I, have been wanting to do this one for a while. Yeah. Because this one is this is kind of a ties into two things that um you know typically probably don't go together that much but they're trying to make it happen oh man whoever they are um so yeah we're talking today about automation and universal income so let's let's break it down here okay let's let's talk about what automation is let's kind of define that and and set that up and then we'll get to the universal was, income. By the way, okay, we maybe we need to do this quick disclosure. Okay, this isn't meant to be a political. No, no podcast. But and it's funny when we first started this podcast. I, I'm pretty sure that we, you and I, both were like, I have no idea. I do not like the idea of universal income in the slightest, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And yet, as we study this more and more, it's kind of like, well. Or at least AI more and more automation. Yeah. It's kind of like it allows us to do amazing things. But is there a gap at some point here that could come about in some capacity? Right. So, anyways, so we this is one of the reasons why we want to take some more time to research this. So exactly, especially yep. in a capitalistic society. Yeah. So you know, 
for for automation, um, I think we've seen a huge rise as it is in in technology starting to replace humans. Okay, um, if you look back, you know, even this last century, if you look back at the 1900s, there are jobs that just no longer exist that we used to have that are either done by a robot or mm-hmm. a software or some kind of a it's been automated essentially um and luckily for us is as that shift happens the jobs happen to 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 disperse to other industries to you know new industries are created for example our jobs you know I'm a project manager peter is a digital um advertising yeah. guy like they would not exist had the automation not happened. Um, and I think a lot of us can say that same thing. So we, you know, <laughs> we kind of owe our job to getting, as we get better in, in technology and stuff like that. Well, yeah, no, I, I think that's still one of those, that's a great point to bring up in the fact of the, what technology and to a certain extent, AI, even a little bit has done for our lives. Right has been fantastic exactly um so it's not I, yeah actually it's when you think of it like that it's like holy cow this is super exciting yeah like remember i mean you can probably remember this more but you know when you probably started out you uh, let's say you were pulling reports for a client on their google analytics right, right? yeah um you had to manually do that you had to sit there and like oh let's comp you know, let's compile let's take this data piece add it to this spreadsheet blah 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 uh, yeah. and now it's like oh we can just buy this tool and then it just does it for me and then i tell it to query this information exactly and do a calculated field and there we go and it makes it the spits it out it's beautiful it's 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 really great you know and so that's kind of where the the benefit of automation <laughs> has come in it uh it really helps with quality of life it helps with um you know kind of expanding that in that way i guess um you know a couple examples okay Self-driving cars, probably the biggest example right now with Tesla, um, with other companies getting in, you know, with like, this is the, you know, this is, this is where this is happening. Uh, from my understanding is we have like BMW and Ford and Chrysler and GM, they're all jumping on this self-driving car yeah. wagon, right? No, there's even, you know, we used to, we talked about the Tesla Semi. You know, yeah, crazy. the Tesla Semi, yeah. There's a Canadian company, I think, that just released like a yeah, an, a self-automated retrofit now of Peterbilt. Yeah. Like, so it's one of those things where it's like, holy cow, it just, they came out of nowhere, it seemed. Yeah, like. and it, so. what did it drive from, like LA to New York or yeah. something like that, it, or to Florida? It drove cross-country, basically. So, yeah, so... I mean, self-driving cars, I mean, they're, uh, one video that, that I watched ab- about this for research, you know, the guy's like, well, they're not really cars anymore. I mean, they're they're autos, <laughs> right? And so an auto doesn't have to be necessarily a car with, you know, four wheels and the steering wheel. It, it, it can be anything that moves something else, you know, and, the, and his, his example was like, well, a lot of these warehouses have these huge pallets of of stuff to move and these autos are smart enough they come underneath lift it up and move it to the new location you know and so like i know amazon uses that widely and and a lot of warehouses Uh. are using that stuff so the the point is like it's redefining what is a car you know (laughs) because we we think of it as as one thing right now but is that what it's going to be in in the next you know ten years even? Oh boy! So, uh, stock market another great example. You know, you see the pictures of people like screaming and yelling and you know holding up their their tickets and like it's just chaos. It's basically a movie set now. <laughs> all the all the trading is done by AI. The the AI, okay. This is this is what blows my mind. The, the, it learned. The most efficient patterns, rules, um, trade practices, and it does all the trading now. And it can do it in milliseconds. By the time it takes you to think, oh, I got to press the button here. Right, yeah. It's like, done. I've already already made, you know, dozens of trades by the time you even think about 
making one. So, you know, that that's a that's another market that's and you're seeing that being dominated by like E-Trade and all those other, you know, Robinhood is another great company that does some the cool stuff with stock market. And okay, my favorite example. So those are kind of like traditional, you know, yeah, white collar, blue collar kind of the things. Um, the video that I that I watched, uh, and we'll post that on our Facebook. Um, you know, the guy's like, "Well, so all right, you think you're <laughs> you're a snowflake that has, you know, you're individual, you're creative, you're yeah. you're a writer, right?" Uh, nope, animations is heading that way too. And so I love fantasy football. Um, I use Yahoo as my platform with my friends. And the first time I saw this, like first time I came across this, I didn't pay any attention to it. So like you, you do your draft and you draft your, your players and all that. And then at the end of that, you get like an email and then it just says, Oh, here's your draft grades. And you read the draft grades and it's just hilarious. It's like, uh, Serge was sleeping at the wheel when he drafted a kicker in the first round, you know, don't, oh, really? don't do that. Don't draft a kicker in the first round. It, it, it would be just funny things about, you know, kind of dissecting what I did with my draft. Yeah. Then I scrolled down and I saw powered by, and it was this autumn, this AI. It's an AI that wrote that. And I'm like, no, no, no way. I click on the link and yeah, truly there is this AI and, and there's other platforms out there. Like this creative humor? Yeah. It wrote the article. It, it analyzed what I did and it wrote the article and it was like, you you couldn't even tell. You couldn't even tell that it wasn't human. And I'm, I'm telling you, and I, I'm, I'm just like, okay, this, we've entered a new world here. Because, you know, if you think about it, Yahoo would have to hire thousands of people to write recaps. But they hired a computer that just does it for you automatically. <laughs> so the creative field is getting, you know, this is where typically it's like, okay, well, the the blue collar jobs, the, the factory jobs, yeah, we, we can see those getting, you know, overtaken by automation. Uh-huh. You know, you see that with like the car, like how the right. the welders now. You know, you don't have a human welder; you have a robot that welds. But it's diving into the research or into the uh, creative fields. Uh, there's a AI that composes music. The <laughs> well, do you remember when? I want to say it was a year ago. We were looking at. I don't know if it was Adobe that released it, but the. Essentially, you could take a block of content, take our one of our podcasts, mm-hmm. and create a podcast without us ever needing to be there ever again. Do you remember that? It would. It took our. It took. It the took. Audio, our, yeah. Yep. It was it Adobe. Took the audio and yeah, could we could you could tell it to have Peter say X. Yep. And it would. And I would say the X. Um. That was AI. Um, I, you know, there's, like, you know, when you talk about creative fields, there's uh, some programs out there now which are getting a lot of controversy for probably obvious reasons. But um, you can take videos of people and then take have a picture of, like, I don't know how many angles you need or something like that of someone upload it and in the video it will swap out that person whatever the head was oh yeah 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 yeah. there's a bunch of like i think fake celebrity pornography that somebody was trying to run around and they people started cracking down well there's one that i saw there that like you take um like obama's head and bush's head like that that was the example and as you're talking obama and bush were talking essentially and you, like they were making the facial expressions, you were. It was just insane. And they sounded like, and they were, but well, they were saying in their own voice. Yeah, I mean, they were. the The voice part didn't wasn't part of that, but okay. it was just the the facial expression. So the the point was like, 
any you can fake any video out there. You can have oh, wow. You can have um, some guy record, yeah. you know, Donald Trump well, saying, "Hey, we've uh, we've nuked <laughs> North Korea," you know, or or whatever. You you know, the news people will get they they don't have time to verify and validate that it's true because it's just the news is like instant cycle, you know. Until we have AI to verification. Well, there you go. And so, there we go, guys. So, so you see what you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's getting the bots are really coming for our jobs, like in a way that has never has never come before. Um before it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, the the horse lost out to the car, right? And we we peaked we peaked uh having horses in the in the year nineteen fifteen. Um and after that it's like uh, we'll, we'll figure something out for the guys that were cleaning, you know, that were um, transporting people, you know, they yeah. they drive taxis now, for example. Yeah, right. It's not like that anymore. It's like it's, it's seeping into our entire culture and our entire kind of everything we know. I think. And then they start talking with each other. Yeah, and Facebook has to shut it down because they can't <laughs> understand what's going on. Yep. Yeah, we've talked about that before. <laughs> um. So that that's kind of what we're talking about with with automation. Um. Another great example. I love this example. So, you know, if if you hire a lawyer for your case or if there's a something that happens, yeah. Typically what lawyers will start doing with uh doing is it's called uh, d- discovery. And so what discovery is is here is 15 boxes or whatever amount of documents, uh emails, transcripts, anything that that you need um to do your research. So if you're defending, you know, some kind of a, I don't know, some kind of corporate company that did something naughty, (laughs) you're going to have lots and lots and lots of boxes. And as a lawyer, you either, you know, depending on what side you are, there are research bots that you essentially feed the information to. And instead of having someone sit there, you know, late night reading through tons of emails and trying to find that one pattern, these bots can do it in hours. And, you know, that, that might seem counterintuitive because lawyers work by the hour. You know, they charge, they bill by the hour. But um, it it will find things that we, as humans, it's easy for us to pass up. Um, and this is where, this is what I'm telling you is like, Okay, now that they do that, well, lawyers don't have to hire as much research assistants. Right. They don't have to hire paralegals as much because the computer told me that you, you know, based on these five patterns, this is what happened. And it's like, okay, well, there we go. You know, there's a part of me on the one hand that really thinks when when we when we phrase a lot of things like this, I, I will say there's this mindset of our jobs are going to disappear. Yeah. And I will say it, there is this realize it, I mean, we just talked about this when we started this. This developments like this allowed us to have the jobs we have now. Right. 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 Um, that research assistant now. I mean, quite frankly, she can now take AI and maybe still work for a law, law, law firm. Right. But do it in a way that totally scales her time and allows her to be able to customize things to do different things. Right. But so, the point, Peter, is they would hire 10 research assistants to walk through one case. Mm-hmm. And and you're you're probably right. You can hire one. And that one person can handle the discovery for all the cases in the law firm. Right. Or two or whatever it is, you know. But again, that you see the shrink, like it goes from oh, 10 I, yeah, or no, 20 I, to 50 to now, well, it's just maybe three people. It's just Karen, you know, down the hall that does this stuff for us. There is a part of me that also wonder, though. I mean, here's the thing. We talk about, I mean, efficiency. I think this is one a big thing that AI does, right? Mm-hmm. Efficiency and optimization. Yep. Some things, even though AI does improve things significantly, when you when you speed up the rate of research, 
do you also potentially, I mean, I'm not saying this is a perfect, instead of one to 10, is it different though when you have one to, you know, maybe more like six because now you're just doing more, more trials. And so your rate hmm. of like, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, things get faster and cheaper. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's not like, I mean, this goes right back to when, when the computer came out, people thought we're going to have so much time on our hands. <laughs> That's true. Right. Now we're doing TPS now we're reports. Now we're, I mean, we got, <laughs> I'm just going to be real here. When the, when the automated vehicle comes, we're still going to be doing work in the car. Mm-hmm. Even more so now, because we like, oh, we we have hands free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can just sit in the back seat and, and yeah, get ready for work. I will say though, there is that mindset of, I mean, what well, what has led us to this point is the fact that, quite frankly, the optimization, hyper technology, yeah, it compounds upon itself in some capacity. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. So you think about those research assistants. I'm this. I like. I, let's just stay on this because I think this is a good example. Those people now that are are theoretically out of a job or now mm-hmm. they're freelance market, you know, whatever market or freelance research assistants. Mm-hmm. Now two, three of them team up and they figure then they take an AI and they make it better than their competitor. And then the competitor has to do something to make it better than that. Yeah. And it fuels this innovation because of what the first thing did to like set them out. Now I'm not saying there aren't people who who would now don't have a job at all. Right. But what I'm trying to say is that's what that compounding factor happens in a capitalistic society because you're having competition is like the driver of the economy. Right. It, right? it really is. Yep. And so you, you're, you're just in this race to be the best. And huh. is that, so yeah, interesting, interesting uh, thought. Right. So we keep, we keep getting better and better and better and better. Um, I mean that, I mean, I don't, I can't speak this for sure, but what happens when cell phone one sprints like it's free, man? It is straight up free. Then T-Mobile's like, you know what? Fine, <laughs> it's free. Screw it. It's screw it. It's uh, free. Actually, T-Mobile will be the first one that would probably say that. Yeah, T-Mobile was the first one. <laughs> or Virgin. I can't remember. What it anyway, yeah. it's like free, free, free. Verizon's still holding out because they got the market share, but, yeah. but, but like they, yeah, it's um. The market moves in waves. You know, one one it, I, it takes one person or one company to to do something, and then everyone follows. Right, uh, and I'm not saying there is an inflation and stuff like that, but I still think about how much it probably costs for some of these items that yeah. we have. Uh, I mean, I mean, Apple's prices are are, are pricey. Yeah, but I. I I mean, I don't know the I don't know this information, but it feels like we still would have paid more for less back in the day. Oh, totally, yeah. Right. Like th- this is and this so is this okay. Is, this is the continuous move, moving of like cheaper, faster, yeah. more optimal. This is the benefit. Of, this is another benefit of AI is you get better products for lower prices. Um, yeah, like like you were saying, you know, Apple back in the day, their computers were. A lot, you know, $2,000, $2,500 for an Apple back in the, you know, late 80s or 90s, whatever. And now it's like, well, for 2500 bucks, man, you get like, you get like a supercomputer. I mean, right. you get so much stuff out of it. The, it's, it's amazing, you know, it's amazing that they can continuously improve, let's say the iPhone, they can continuously improve that and it relatively stays the same price. You know, as they introduce new technology, as they um, build in different, you know, latest and greatest like finds, you know, they have they have to spend money on research for all these things. They've got like, did you know they have eight hundred people working on just the camera for the iPhone? Eight hundred people just for the camera. That's that's crazy. So those eight hundred people are responsible for making the iPhone essentially the number one photography device in the world right now. Right. And it's not even close. Yeah. You know, and so they make it available. They make it, um, you know, any other thing that you can think of probably in the last, um, you know, 
good decade or so that's gotten cheaper or that's gotten um more available it's 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 a thing it's thanks to automation it's thanks to at least some level of automation not full but some level let's just let's just be real here there's way more startups there oh yeah in 2018 than there are in 2010 like back in the day you needed like i mean you needed uh entire like armada of stuff to get a company started like a tech company or to get something online yeah to get something online man you had to jump through some fiery hoops there but now it's like well go daddy you know create a website in in half an hour with squarespace yeah you gotta i mean you're you're up and running there you go you don't need you don't need to hire a consultant to get your business up and running because it's all it's all automated there's efficiencies so but um but the but maybe the better thing to note here is the rate of change is is going to be increasingly faster i think we would probably even all admit that yeah yeah and i think the rate and also the 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 spread of change so like uh, where where is it changing so it's creeping into other it start yeah because yeah, b- back in the day you know we started getting cars well okay that's one one segment right now it's like well it's not just computers it's not just you know lawyers in the stock market it's the even the medical industry you know there's <laughs> there's ai right now that can at an 80 percent, and we've talked about this before 80 percent or so accuracy rate they can detect cancer just by looking at scans and that number is going to get more and more accurate as we go down the road you know in all of this though Mm -hmm. and maybe the automobile is like the first industry that or the auto is the first industry industry for this but it's still almost like you need a human presence to make it to a certain extent as a face person company in the market right now you do i'm i mean it's let, i'm just going to be straight up real here i can't imagine taking my wife out to a restaurant where i see no waiter or any jazz like that in any capacity the cook isn't even real it's an ai <laughs> okay i can't see that now maybe that maybe that's still going to happen but I need a person to at least bring me to my table and to engage with me to a certain extent. But even then, you're seeing... Do look, you honestly think the AI is going to relate with us? Like, let's be real here. Like, yeah, of course, When man. we sit down at a conversation at the table, we're having a discussion like you and I are having right now. We're talking about like, man, this is crazy what's happening to our lives and the yeah. world right now, right? Is the AI is going to be like, if it has a voice, it's going to be like, yeah, I guess... Uh, I mean, it's not going to be like, "Hey, Serge, how's how's the wife and kid?" You know, these days. Or just, <laughs> I mean, I just I don't. Okay, let's get into maybe a little later here and some of the things I have thought in my back of my mind. But, anyways, I I'm d- does that? I mean, that's a seems like an extreme case, but is it? We got open table now. You can reserve your yeah. table ahead of time. Uh, you can order food at your table yeah. if you want in so many cases. Yeah, like Red Robin, you can just order blank, and pay, blank, blank, bam, blank. you're done. Done. The server just comes and brings you f- food. So yeah. what stops Boston Dynamics from building a server robot? I mean, automated checkouts now. Or, oh, yeah. Or, just, or self. Here, here. They're not automated. They're just self. Have you been to? Uh, have you ever been to a conveyor sushi restaurant? You know, I haven't. <laughs> but <laughs> I loved this experience. <laughs> I loved this experience, Peter. You come in, you sit down, the waiter gives you some, <laughs> you know, they, they give you some water, food, or water and drinks, whatever you right. want. And then literally you're sitting, everyone is sitting by this, this conveyor that snakes through the restaurant. And all it is is just plates of freshly made sushi yeah. and you take what you like. You want a salad? There's a salad. You just wait for the salad to come down. You just take it. You know, you want the... And like, and it, the plates are colored, so whatever you take is what you pay. And it's like $3 for this plate, $5 for this plate, $1 for this plate. So you can go there depending on, you know, your, your budget. You can eat for really cheap. There you go. There's no server. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, but I kind of maybe want to ask the server, what do you like? It doesn't matter what they like. It matters what you like. I mean, it'll be so futuristic here. It's going to be like, got this chip, and it's going to like, yeah. I'm going to sit down at the table. It's going to like scan my hands. It's going to be like, oh, we think you're going to like blank, yeah. blank, 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 exactly. blank, blank, blank. Hey, Peter, welcome back. The usual. Just let our server gizzo know. <laughs> so, Would you like order? <laughs> yeah. Well. No. He's going to be completely fluent. He's going to sound yeah. like me and everything like that. Who am I kidding? So let's kind of talk about the other side of things. So as we increase, and this is this is the hypothesis, as we increase in automation, yes, we will lose jobs uh, that typically, you know, like like we've been talking about, that can be either reassigned or relearned or you know do something else, like the the guys cleaning the the, the horses, for example. Right. You know, they they found other jobs back in the 1900s. Now it's like. It, automation is seeping everywhere into our society. And so there's potentially a point where all, okay, I'm not going to say all, but let's say 80% of the work done in the world will be done by automation. And then <laughs> this is where it gets... 80%? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess these are... This is twenty eighteen. This is, okay, this is this 2018 is, mindset trying to figure out how in the world we look into it. Yeah, th- this is like thirty world. Huh? Exactly. Well, not even. Yeah, this is like down the road. Like, if everything works out, we'll have, you know, anywhere between eighty to a hundred percent automation in the world. <laughs> and, and okay, it, it's going to take quite some time to get there. I be I believe, but what does that do, Peter? <laughs> I know you have some thoughts on this. I I do. I just and, and you know when we say it's going to take some time, there's probably part part of us that understands that it's going to take sooner than we think. Yeah, I think for certain industries, like the auto industry, that we we see like the the breakthroughs that happen there. It's ridiculous. Like it's almost like man, if you own a fleet of taxis, get out of it as fast as you can. Yeah. Well, in Sioux Falls, where we live, there was eight taxi companies that decided not to renew because we got Lyft. Did you hear about that? I didn't know that. We just got Lyft last year, like late last year, and Lyft has been killing the taxi companies. Which, by the way, though. Okay, there's there's some there's some use. Okay, I, I want to be clear in this. There are some use cases where things like Lyft and Uber they come in, mm-hmm. and like the 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 people there actually rise to the occasion. In the U in London, there's like the, the yeah black, the black taxi yeah. group. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, and they I mean they they're just taxi drivers who ride drive black taxis and know the streets like crazy. Yeah. But what they do, what they did is they built their own app to compete. And so it's like the premium level right. um, uh, service. And and to be, tr- to be truthful, I don't know that... I mean, there may be, in a weird way, having a driver is more of a premium service still. Oh, yeah, totally. But, but tr- you know, again, humans, we're kind of terrible at driving. I, we cause the most amount of accidents, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm very grateful for my, not even automation, but just sensors on my vehicle <laughs> letting me know I'm... And here's the yeah. thing. The smart car only has to be just a little bit smarter than the human. Yeah. That's it. Just a little bit smarter. Yeah. And we've seen, like, even with the Teslas, they're already... I mean, remember that video that we, we, that we looked at... Um, there was like two cars in front of this guy driving a Tesla. The Tesla senses it before the guy could even see the accident and start slowing down the car. Yeah. Like true. that was insane. That was like, to me, that was like, okay, this Tesla is smarter than we think. Yes. So, but okay. So as we, as we were talking here, you know, we have this kind of, okay. Now this, there's this, poli- there's this other side of things. Now there's the, pol- the politics Right. And uh, so we, it's called universal income or universal basic income. We'll just say UBI for short. Um, and really the, the idea here is 
we'll get to the point where society will need to provide an income for every citizen, essentially. Now, it can be on a state level, it can be right. on a on a country level, it can yeah. be on a, I mean, eventually global level. But, um, you know, th- this is this is essentially the the case they're making is look, we're going to get so automated that that Ford plant in Detroit, you know, now it has let's say five thousand people working there. I don't know the number, but let's just say five thousand. We're getting to the point where we're going to have fifty people working there. That's it. And the 50 people, all they're going to do is if something breaks on one of the, the robots, they fix it. And that plant will produce more cars than any plant that has humans in there. So what do we do with those, you know, 4,450 people that don't have a job anymore? And so the the, the answer from some people is, we need UBI. We need a basic income that gives everyone a, lay, a level playing field. Yeah. And it's an interesting thought. Um, we currently do this in the U.S. Did you know that? In Alaska. What do you mean? People get a UBI. In Alaska, I, th- I think it's $1,000. Every citizen of Alaska gets $1,000. Gets $1,000. Where does that money come from? From the profit of the oil companies. No joke. No joke. Yep. So these experiments have been happening. What happened when the Tesla takes over? (laughs) (laughs) Right? The boring company and all Yeah. So these experiments have been happening all over the world um, in different, you know, different like scope and and also different levels of of success. it's I think it's hard for us right now to to think through this to think through the whole logical problem of there's just so many factors that weigh into this, and I know you have some thoughts on that oh totally why why this is not necessarily a good idea oh yeah, so and, what do you think okay um, real talk from Peter today real talk let let's just talk about. What would happen right now if, I would even say in five years, uh, things became 100% automated. Okay. So I'm willing to even concede that slow, slower change allows people to adapt at a different level. Does that make sense? Sure. Right. It's, it's, it's like, oh, Gizmo is here to help me package this product right now and he helps me for the next two years and slowly whatever mm-hmm. um and just by attrition oh it's just you know instead of me and 10 other people now it's just me and gizmo i don't know like uh but what ha- i mean universal income i mean we're talking about you talking about all these employees that don't have jobs anymore and i'm i struggle to say that I'll just say this much. Don't have jobs in what they used to do. Okay. Or they aren't doing stuff they used to do. Whatever their focus was, it's not there anymore. Let's just put that out there. Okay. What on earth does mankind do? <laughs> okay. Let's let's just be real. Okay. I, this is, is going to sound very stereotype, but I, I don't actually think it matters if you're a man or a woman now. You'll start talking, and what is one of the first questions you ask somebody upon meeting them? What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, what happened? That question, def- I think we use that to define our identity now even more. Oh, totally. What do you do for a living? Oh, I, I'm, I'm an owner of a landscaping company. Oh, okay. What do you do for a living? Well, I'm the CEO of a bank. Hey. That defines you a little bit there defines differently, you doesn't it? Yeah. The uh <laughs> Yeah, it, it, that's one of those things where I think there's especially for a lot of people, whoever whoever has a focus on providing for the family, whether that's, you know, 
maybe you know in this typical family of uh i mean whichever spouse that is right now imagine that just being taken away i just i don't know i and i will concede that if everything would work theoretically the right way mm-hmm. there would be this opportunity where um like maybe we wouldn't care because our we wouldn't have financial worries but mm-hmm. but here's here's one of the biggest things that one of the my favorite i guess budgetary guys Dave Ramsey would say it's about 80 it's 20% head knowledge it's about 80% behavior right okay and i think this is this is the key th- key thing here is is no matter what we're looking at here we're looking at these concepts that are on paper that are like knowledge based. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's just, let's just be real here. You let's say you give a thousand, like everybody gets five thousand dollars a month. I guarantee you, five thousand dollars a month is going to look different for Surge than it's going to look for oh, me. Oh, totally. Yeah. How we spend the money is going to look differently. Now that. I think that also means there's a good side of like still there's a market out there type concept. Right. Okay. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying is there's also situations where somebody will spend it all on the first day. And now what does the system do? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And vice versa. And yeah, I'm getting a purse, man. I'm getting paid. And then I would also contend how long does it take before the behavior? I mean, this is this is one of those things. It's just hard to admit, but sometimes it's like if you have a, let's just put it like right now, if you have a decent job, and I'll let you define decent in your own mind. Mm-hmm. There are some things that external factors that do affect you, but your internal focus of control when it comes to your finances is is there. And so now let's think about in the future when everybody's getting the same amount of money. Whoever figures how to save and stuff like that, I guarantee you in 10 years, it's still going to be. This isn't like some sort of utopia where everybody has the same equality of outcome. I don't want that, by the way. I really don't want equality, equality of outcome. outcome. Yeah. But I, what I want is, but let's just be real here. The concept of some people would say, what if we just reset everybody? You know, like everybody <laughs> was back at zero. Yeah. In a capitalistic society, you're going to have people that come out figuring things out ahead of time. A little bit of Either knowledge, way, right? a little bit of luck, whatever you want to call it. Right. They're going to... And I, and I just... So I don't think there's this thing where... I mean, maybe there'll be a little bit more closer knit of we're going to all have similar incomes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what's, now you got to change the structure of tax systems. Yeah. I own my own business. I, I put this in the show notes. Sole proprietor LLC. I own my own business. Okay. Let's say I'm the business. Okay, well, I feel like we're getting too many details before no, we get the car, car for the horse here. But so the concept is, is we'll be we'll be taxing companies that produce products based on the rate of op, their automation. Right. Like there's some sort of factor there where they'll be taxed on their rate of automation, and from that income is how the universal income will be apply to a capitalistic society. Yeah, the theory is, you know, the more automated you are, the less work, because workforce is ob- is always the number one cost. You right. Know? You get insurance, you get accidents, you know, stupid right. people doing stupid things. Yeah, we cost a lot of money. We cost right? a lot of money. Yeah. But if you take that factor out or you decrease it by 90%, hypothetically, the profits that you make uh, could be taxed at a higher rate. So you'd, you'd pay your... Um, you know your normal rate, and then you'd have your your UBI rate essentially you know, for your taxes. You'd have so instead of you know we lowered the taxes down to what twenty percent now. Yeah. Instead of twenty percent, we'd go back to fifty or sixty percent. You know, and some industries probably even more industries that are run by you know newly automated industries. Let's say oh that sounds like a whole new level of politics going on. Oh yeah, right it there. totally is. Like oh my god. Here's here's the thing. There is we are different as people and yes. we have different skills, we have different 
abilities. Um, we have different even mentalities. And I think that all plays into into our ethic, into our work, um, into a lot of places. So, um, like, I think, I like, like the example that you brought up, like $5,000 for me is going to mean something different for you. Totally. And so if I come from a, you know, okay, well, I know $5,000, let's say I need to pay for mortgage, I need to do this, I need to, you know, you kind of mentally cross out things that you need to do. Oh, okay. So I have typically... Now I have an extra, you know, $1,200 for spending money. Okay. Because I know everything is paid. Well, you you could do that or you can, somebody else would say, oh, okay, I'll cover my expenses. Then I'll invest the rest because I have something else. I have investments, you know, and so. I, and uh, I'll just put it out there. All of a sudden you and I are, we're living off UBI and all of a sudden we're like, you know what? I don't, because here's here's my one deal with this. To think that all of our life's problems are going to be solved, I think, is a little bit naive. Right. There's this, out, and, and let's be honest. Every new automation sometimes can bring about a new issue or new issues. Plural, yeah. Yeah. That we just didn't, we didn't even know were problems because whatever. Um, so all of a sudden... Peter and Serge are like, you know what? I I don't know what a twenty thirty world looks like completely, but it's like you know, I just would really like to. <laughs> I can't think this futuristic so hard. Come me. on, come on, Peter. I am trying. I'm there, trying. Man. Like, come on, pull it up. The, the audio, like, if we're doing a podcast, a hologram. I cast. just, you know, yeah, I wanted, <laughs> I want us to be holographically in people's. <laughs> You know, smart glasses on bathroom on their bathroom counter, the hologram yeah. of us talking right there. There you go. You know, I'm sick and tired of it only being available in the kitchen. I needed, I needed in the bathroom <laughs> now as well. And 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 all of a sudden, you you're getting that universal income, but you're saving three grand. Mm-hmm. And because let's face it, with automation, the cost of everything gets driven down so mm-hmm. low. That's one thing I think people don't even don't realize is the cost of living. To live will be going down incredibly low, incredibly low. Right. That's. I think that's something that I even I will concede that there is a lot of things there where it's going to be uh, travel, everything like that will be such a low cost that, that we don't we don't we don't even understand that right. Yeah. Now. So, but you and I are like oh and then and then we start a business. So my the the theory to me is. What happens when you're that sole proprietor LLC and you've got, I mean, if you only need yourself or one employee and you're fueling all this, all this innovation, you want to talk about the rich being richer. Yeah. To me, it's... It's going to supercharge that. Just imagine a Rockefeller with no employees Mm -hmm. that were benefiting. I mean, that's... An Elon Musk with zero employees, but still producing, but doing everything, everything. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a level of let's just real here income that is unfathomable. Yeah, yeah, that's you know that's an interesting. So, yeah, my thought you know is we're probably never going to get to the point where we're fully automatic, fully automated a world like. I mean, the thing that comes a stupid example, but Wally. You've seen the show, the movie Wally, right? I haven't actually. Oh I'm, a, I'm a So there's this robot yeah. that is cleaning up the Earth after we junk it up, <laughs> and then everyone's on a spaceship. Yeah, and everyone there is essentially everything. All the needs are taken care of. There's no nobody's working. There's robots doing all the jobs. That to me is like this is 100 percent automation. And everyone gets, you know, rotund and <laughs> there's nothing to do, literally. I mean, people just watch movies and that's it. I don't know if I want to live in that kind of a world where you don't get to apply your strength. You don't get to, you know, even physical labor. Like, there's benefit in physical labor. It's, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But in, this, in the same breath, it's like, well, UBI can definitely be a hands up for some people. But... 
let's just call it for what it is. It's welfare, you know, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. People need welfare, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's like, okay, once you get that hand up, you, you know, are we creating a new level of dependence? Like there's yeah. people right now that are dependent on welfare for right and wrong reasons, right? Are we creating a new level of dependence if we say everyone in the state of South Dakota, we're just going to give you 1500 bucks a month? There's no ties to it. There's You don't have to do a drug test. You don't have to have a, you know, here you go. What are you going to do with it? You know, there's going to be some very smart investments. And there's also going to be some very stupid things. And there's going to be people that quit their job. They're like, you know, 1500 bucks a month. I live with my parents. I don't really need a job. Because I'm getting, I mean, I just pay for my, my, my car and my cell phone and food. And that's about it. I, I don't pretend to know if this guy was right or not. All right. But there was a libertarian who came up with that thought that with the current welfare system we have in the United States, we could literally just do a universal income of $13,000 to every single person. Per person? Really? I don't, like I said, I don't know if that's a month accurate or a year. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I, don't, think, I don't think it's a month. Yeah. I think probably more, more like the year. year. So, but you know, here's the thing. Like our family has gone, we've, we've used welfare. You know, I'm not ashamed at all. Like right, it, yeah. it, when we came to the U S like that's what kept us, you know, having food on the table. Like seriously, that, that. And then you pulled yourself up by your boots. And we, yeah, you know. <laughs> and th- okay, this is which is that even going to be a possibility in the future? Right. This is the question. Like, um, there's there's countries that are more, you know, definitely more progressive, like Finland, for example. They're yeah. they're really trying this UBI, trying to make it work. There's there's pilot programs. Um, there is some. Uh, there's also some... Uh, it's not like Finland doesn't have problems that need fixing and right. jobs could be. It does, but, you know, their their political climate is different than ours here. Right, and yeah. I think even even just the mentality of people are is different than we have here. Um, but there's... I've, I read that there's a... Uh, there's a company, there's a... Um, I think it's like Y Combinator or something like that. They're providing... They're essentially going to do a pilot and provide a thousand bucks to people for five years and they're just going to just just going to record the results see what happens yeah. you know and I, I know finland's been doing something like that but here's the thing and i think uh we're going to start wrapping up here but yeah we're americans americans are rugged individuals that's literally like <laughs> what this country was built on and i, I you know coming from a different world like that's what you that's one of the first things you notice is like wow these americans are super independent Jeez. from the iron curtain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i pulled back the shades of the curtain <laughs> anyways you see like that <laughs> you see the um you know you see this kind of bravado with with american people you know because we don't we don't say no well, we, we so- People will say it's the land of opportunity. It is. It it a hundred percent is like there's no other place in the world that you can do what you can do. You here. come here, doesn't matter who you are, you can start working and figure out ways to start leveling your life up. Exactly. Exactly. And so this is where like my you know, my thoughts on the UBI is like, well, okay, now now I have a successful business after coming from you know, coming from the old world with yeah. with two suitcases, right? And we're manufacturing, let's say, some kind of glass thing for smartphones. Okay, now the government is going to come in and start taxing me more because now I have to provide for this other, you know, or or, or just in general I have to provide. Like, that could rub people the wrong way. It's like I've, I've, you know, blood, sweat, and tears built this company, built this business, whatever, to... um. You know, based on my heart, based on the opportunities I was given, everyone has given the same opportunities, you know, relatively speaking. Right. And if you don't take those opportunities, that's that's on you. Yeah. Well, yep. I think I think this is a good point to kind of wrap it up. Um, yeah. Because here's the deal. I mean, this 
I would say no matter what, we're we're still in exciting times. Oh yeah, and this is totally. still far away to a certain extent. Like I said, it's probably closer than we think, but it's it's not. This isn't happening tomorrow or anything yeah. like that. I think it's going to happen more on industry level. So yeah, we'll true. see. Like you know, the car industry is probably like, we talk about that a lot, but it's really the forefront and the forerunner and a lot of this stuff already happening. Other industries will catch up. I know the medical industry is really pushing the limits in a lot of innovation. Does that mean we're not going to have doctors? Probably not. But that means that you know you can. Maybe with your smartphone one day, take a take a photo of your, you know, rash that you have on your foot. Send it in, and an AI will diagnose it with whatever the case it is, or maybe it's nothing. Yep. And you just saved, you know, a couple hundred bucks from going to the doctor. Right. So it's a bright world, I think. It'll be interesting. <laughs> this I this moving forward, this will be a topic as we find more. Things about, yeah. I think, case studies that people are trying to test out. We'll bring we it will up. We'll definitely be reporting on that. So. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for sticking around with this conversation. I, I, I personally enjoyed it. I think this was a this was a good one. It is still one of my favorites. Um, so you can always check us out on futurebreak.net. That's our site. Uh, we're on Twitter at futurebreakpod, Facebook as well on as at futurebreak. And where else can you find us, Peter? Yes, find us on your favorite podcast player, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. I mean, you name it. Uh, we're there. And our new call to action is this. If you found this helpful or found this intriguing, <laughs> yeah. share it with, share with a, friend. a friend. Yeah, totally. Uh, we truly have been appreciating everybody doing that. We can tell people are doing that nowadays. And uh, thanks for everybody who's given us a shout out in the past to a yeah. friend or on their email list or anything like that. So, totally. All right, everybody. Have a magical day. Cheers.